1: It's pre-market prep, Spencer Israel, Joel Elkanen, Dennis Joel is here, but his camera is on the fritz. Doesn't matter. We'll be looking at charts most of the day anyway. Uh, It is going to be one of the more interesting days uh, in a year full of them. We've, of course, got uh, Tesla being added to the index S&P 500 on Monday. So that'll try to be reflected as of the close today. Could have fireworks there. We, of course, have a quad witch today. S&P 500 goes ex-dividend. There's also the NASDAQ 100 uh, ads and deletes uh, being reflected today. So a lot going on in terms of market dynamics uh, some individual movers as well, but that's going to be the lead story of the day. It's just a ton of market dynamics uh, and market structure things happening all at once. Our guest today is Jason Rasnick. He is, of course, the founder and CEO of Benzinga. Before I throw it to Joel, who will update us on the overnight session, I want to remind you all here is our disclaimer on all the information from our show is meant to be used as informational purposes, not for investing or trading advice. And now hit that like button, Joel. How are we doing in the overnight session?
2: Uh, we're doing well, Spencer. We're, we're up one and a half handles at 37.14. Uh, nice range overnight.
1: those no, so sure. Uh,
2: 36.99 and a quarter is your pre-market high, or excuse me, your pre-market low. Your pre-market high combo, hold on here, having some problems. I'll put them up in a second. Oh,
1: okay.
2: Uh, your pre-market high is 37.23 your pre market low? 36.99 and a quarter. Uh, you have crude, uh, still in the 48 handle, but uh, down three cents at 48.51. Gold working its way towards 1900, that's down just 30 cents at 18.90.20. Silver's in the red by 8.1 cents at 26.10. And Bitcoin, uh, after getting nearly to 24,000 yesterday. Uh, that's trading in the green here by $95 at $22,965. Well, Dennis, it, uh, it looks like the buy, the uh, buying ahead of the s ad in the uh, Tesla is still working.
3: Yeah, you know what? And it's been textbook this whole time because if you think like they spooked They spook out, you know, the anticipatory money a little bit Tuesday and Wednesday with the little sneaky sell-off, and then it comes in, the anticipatory money buying ahead of the indexers. Obviously, they have to buy at the close tonight, so that is what Yeah, people are, the traders are anticipating. That's why they're buying Tesla up here again. It had me even thinking, I was like, I I was saying, you know, when the stock was 645, 650, I said, I think it can make a run for 700. And then it sold off significantly, you know, with the Tuesday, Wednesday, I was like, okay, I guess 700 is off the table. But with the wicked rally yesterday, it's not completely off the table. Who knows where this thing goes, though? It doesn't have to do anything. I want to stress that one more time because everybody thinks Tesla has to go up because there's a lot of indexers that have to buy. But if the anticipatory money is greater than the index money, you could see them pull the rug out from it early. So just be careful. I have seen stocks go into the index and actually go down. So it can happen. This one is huge. Um, so, you know, it, it, but anything can happen when it's on the ad day. We've had, you know, if you've made your 110 or 210 points from buying it when it was announced it was going to go into the index to today because it went from 450 to 660. Um, you know, today is the day to, to to ring the register. In my opinion, the question is: Do you ring it at the close? Do you ring it now? Do you ring it? You know, in a couple of hours? Um, I can't answer that question. I would just say I think today is the day you ring the register.
2: Well, also you're talking about uh, anticipatory buyers, and what about you know some people that are you know who anticipate this being a a top, just sellers, you know, just just straight sellers that are looking to take a little profit here. In I think a
3: lot of them are going to be selling it on the close, and yeah. maybe you have a spook out. We saw it after the split, so we have precedence here too. It actually rallied the day after the split, and we we had we didn't sell off till the Tuesday, the or the next the following yep. day. So, um, so that's why to call, you know, and say it's going to be the actual top on the close on Friday, the textbook would say that but nothing follows the textbook perfectly. So is it, you know, the top going to be today is it obviously wasn't yesterday, we were saying it could be Thursday, Friday, Monday um It obviously is making new highs here this morning, so it doesn't appear that it's going to be today, uh, yesterday. So, is it today? Are they following the textbook? Is it going to be tomorrow? Is it going to be the next day? Are they going to completely pull the rug out from under us and just continue to buy it afterwards uh, uh, for for days? I, I don't think so, personally. I think it will top out um in the next day or two that's my opinion i don't have a crystal ball i can just say i do trade these things every once in a while typically you know we live again as traders we don't you know live in we just live in probability and the probability in my opinion you know it's never 100 percent. the probabilities will pop out either today or t- or a monday But, you know, we'll see. I mean, if you're in it long term and you've been in this for $30, you know, are you going to get spooked out if it has 50-point sell-off or an 80-point sell-off next week? You know, maybe you don't care. So, it all depends on your time frame. But if you were in this for the ad, I still say today is the day you ring the register if you're in here for the ad. (laughs) I think you'll see a lot of money selling into the close as well. So, you're not going to just have buyers. You're going to have a lot of people who are along this thing. Everybody's buying the last couple days. They'll be selling into it as well. So the question is again: Is the anticipatory money larger than the index money? I don't have the answer to that question.
2: Yeah, that's, uh, that's interesting, and I'm just let me see. I think I have the right day here uh, because uh, both Apple and uh, Tesla's uh, their their last day of trading was, um, I believe, uh, August. Uh, at, at you know before the split was um, August. Was it August seventh? No, it was a Friday, right? It was a Friday, I believe. Yeah, August 7th. It settled at 290. 54. Hmm. I don't know. This is not coming up right. I'll have to pull it. But I remember. Joel's got
3: problems today. No cameras, wrong charts. Yeah, oh, I'm looking at Friday. you.
2: Yeah, we'll get to it. Be patient. Be patient. Um, August. Where is August here? There it is. Okay, this is what I'm referring to. Oh, yeah, the far. split. Yeah, the split. It went man. a little bit too far. You had it there. You're uh, fine. Man. All right, go ahead. Start talking about something else. <laughs> well,
3: yeah. Tesla's the stock of the day. This is not going to just Here it
2: impact- is. Here it is. Here's the close. And then it went up. And then, no. They must be messing with my Tesla charts here. Anyways, it well, went up. What was the day so- that it actually split? What was it? Was it August 7th? I don't think no, so. No, it wasn't. No, I, top of my head.
3: First, I, first thing is we need to know the day. I don't remember. I know it. You know, okay, like it was August twenty eighth. Like August
2: twenty eighth is what it was. So here's the split day, right? No way.
3: It had sold off a hundred points afterward. I'm going to say it's back to July and that ugly red candle that just. No, see. no, there no,
1: no, no, no. No, it was not in July. It was, it was, re- it was reflected as of the thirty first.
2: Yes, of was, August. Like, right, right, that's, right, that's right, a, right,
1: right. Day. That was a so, month. So it was the Friday before.
2: Okay, all right. Friday before. All okay,
3: right. yeah. So I can see it there. Went from five hundred. Your t- your Tesla charts are all messed up here, Joel. Yeah, What's it,
2: going because on? I
3: see on my chart, I can see September the fourth, we got up to five hundred two, and then in the next week we sold off to three twenty nine. So we had a hundred and seventy point sell off
2: from right.
3: five hundred down to three. Here it is. Here's yeah. the
2: split day. There right. you go. Ran yes. up. Double top at 500. Yeah. So jammed everybody on this day. Yes. Right? And then the other day, like, hey, I'm going to hang out at 500 and then kaplooey. That was part of the tech wreck, too. So yep. that's, that's the same day.
3: It was the, a precedence for the tech wreck. I believe that's why the Q's, you know, they started hammering Tesla and then they started hammering everything because Tesla started selling off the day before. And remember, we were talking about on the show was such a leader and everybody was following Tesla. And Tesla actually started to show weakness the day before. And then they started hammering everything. And that was the 10 percent fall in the in the in the four stocks. So even if you don't trade Tesla, you've got to follow it right now because it's going to impact the entire market. It's going to impact the entire market tonight as well, uh, because, you know, if they're buying Tesla and they got to buy the hell out of it, they got to be selling some other stocks as well. So on the close here, you could see potential weakness if it follows the textbook in some of the major S&P components there as they make room for Tesla coming in. So um, we'll, we'll see. I mean, we'll see what happens here tonight. I can tell you this morning... Um, Nobody is spooked here on the S&P. We've actually seen quite a few buy imbalances. It is quadruple, which as well. We've got a NASDAQ rebalancing. I mean, we have so much going on here for the close, but there's going to be some fireworks at the open too. It always is on quadruple, which. So you could see some fireworks here at the open. Right now we're seeing buy imbalances across the board, but the S&Ps are flat. Um, For your SPY, remember, SPY is ex-dividend here as well. So much going on here this morning. Your SPY (laughs) adjusted close. Is three seventy sixty six. So it's actually up twelve cents. So don't worry, your spy is not down a dollar forty. You got paid a dividend last night. The adjusted close is three seven zero point six six. So lots of balls to juggle here today. There is going to be a lot more balls to juggle at four o'clock tonight. I will tell you that.
2: Yeah. Go ahead, Spencer.
1: I just want to uh, remind you one thing. We talk about Tesla being added to the S and P. Most people think about SPY, but there are other large index funds that are going to have to add Tesla. And I'm referring to the XLY or the consumer discretionary sector. That's the sector Tesla's going into on Monday. Tesla's going to account for 12% of that sector when it's added. So XLY is going to be a lot of Tesla
3: and... It's it's Amazon's a big component.
1: Amazon, Tesla, and then Home Depot. Those are like the big three, right?
3: Yeah. Yeah. 20% Amazon. It's going to be 12% Tesla. I believe it's going to be 10% Home Depot. I don't know. Obviously, with Tesla coming in, it might adjust the Amazon Home Depot percentages to a certain extent, but those are your big three components that are going to be in the XLY. So obviously, we can see some fireworks in the XLY here at the close, too. It's going to be a very interesting day. Um, Again, you know, just, you know, how I'm going to play it. Uh, I said this a few days ago, I will be doing the fade trade. I will be doing limit on close orders, um, possibly in Tesla. If they just get silly, I will potentially short the close. Uh, But, you know, I don't know what I'm going to do yet. It all depends, you know, on the setups, how I'm feeling. Uh, But I will be, you know, basically fading moves, not necessarily just on Tesla. I'll probably be looking at the overall market. And like I said, if you get some extreme moves on the closing prints, I typically am fading those moves. So stock gaps up, stop X, uh, stock X Y Z gaps up two bucks on the close. I'm usually getting short on that closing print. I do that by using the limit on close orders, so so I can participate on the closing tick
2: a uh, quick answer for dave here about a handle when i refer to a handle in the s&p's we're trading at 371450 so that's the 14 handle you go up you trade 3715 it's the 15 handle so it's just uh it's just representative of that i guess it would be the fourth digit in the s&p i mean you also could talk about you know stocks in that way but uh, you know so if it's up two handles that means it's up two points it's just kind of a slang term from the floor, Dave.
1: I Just to remind everyone about the, the NASDAQ, since it's almost secondary here, but there are six stocks being added, six stocks being deleted. We talked about those, I want to say Tuesday or Wednesday, but just to go over the list again, It's Amer- what's being added is American Electric Power, Marvel Technology, Match Group, Okta, OKTA, Peloton, and Atlassian, which is team. And what's being taken out is Biomarin, Citrix, Expedia, Liberty Global, Take-Two and Ulta Beauty. So that's out of the NASDAQ 100, the QQQ, just to put that again on everyone's radar. All right. I'm sure we'll talk Tesla again with Jason Razek, see what he's doing when he comes on later on the show. Let's move on to some other stuff here. We did have uh, a notable earnings report. Well, we had a couple, but FedEx is probably the most notable report uh, from this morning slash the after hour session yesterday and it was good as i think we all expected it would be they beat on their eps four dollars 83 cents versus a four dollar and one cent estimate sales of 20.6 billion versus 19.46 billion so no real surprise or beating on the eps or beating on the sales uh joel how are we doing this morning
2: uh, we're in the red, and there were big expectations. We talked about this on the uh, on the pre- uh, post show. Uh, you got the initial pop; that three hundred barrier was just a little bit too much. Uh the initial pop got it to two ninety seven forty five, and then the algos flipped on it and started selling, and now now it's tame. There's a lot of price discovery going on here. Two eighty eighty five is your uh, pre market low, and your highest you've been is two eighty four. I don't. Uh, there's two eighty levels, not bad. So if you do get beyond that, uh there's a double bottom right at uh seventy. Looks like the two let's call it 277 so if you take out that 280 and you're thinking baby we're going to 260 god just hang on see what happens at 277 on the upside looks like 284 is holding It's holding for right now, but uh, patient buyers in here, Dennis, what do you see? This was an
3: awesome report. I'm still long the stock. Um, I still think FedEx is firing on all cylinders, but this market doesn't like stocks that are firing (laughs) on all cylinders because then they have nothing to look forward to. They're like, is this as good as it gets for FedEx? Is this the perfect environment? And it's only going to get worse in 2021. So I actually went in this with a bias that I thought that they might sell it off. And then they started rallying FedEx. Um, so I was sitting here on the sell short button in UPS, and I'm like sitting there, and I'm like, they're gonna turn it, they're gonna turn it, and they're gonna turn it. They take up two ninety eight, then start leaking two ninety seven, two ninety six, two ninety five, two ninety four. I'm like, they're gonna take this red. So then I shorted UPS, nice. and I might have top ticked it actually. Um, what you get? What you get? I think one seventy five thirty five was up a buck. So I what was. Oh, one? you I, missed I, it. You missed miss it. it. It was thirty eight. 38 Uh, so anyway i might have missed it by three cents so i went short ups when fedex just looked like okay they're gonna take this red so i i I jumped the gun a little bit i didn't hit it before they took it red i took it when i like thought it was gonna leak it'll notice that i'm trading the the laggard not the leader because it's easier you know you got a little more time to trade the laggard and it's not moving around as much. And then they started dumping FedEx. And if you could have those two charts up beside each other, I know maybe we huh. need the capabilities to do that. Oh, yeah,
2: I could do that. Um, um, FedEx
3: started just puking. It started going 290, 280, 287. And I'm like, OK, this is going to bring UPS in. And you can see UPS came down. I made three points in less than a minute, I think, in UPS. So they brought it down. It might have been two minutes. I wasn't in the trade very long. So I showed UPS from 175.35 last night down to low 172s. I made almost, it was just under three points. Yeah. So I know it kept continuing down after that, but I was in that first candle and then I was gone. So there because go. FedEx started stabilizing. Yeah. Look at that. Yeah. Yep. Yep. They follow each other, you know, follow the leader. And UPS always follows FedEx and FedEx always follows UPS. You know, these two pair very, very well together. So uh, there was some money made there um, last night. And you got UPS. it. You
2: got it up. Uh, Someone's just asking about fade here, and that's just when you're going against the trend, you know? Yep, yep. If you ain't fading, you ain't trading. Is, uh... They were
3: buying UPS up, and they were buying FedEx up initially on the report, but I just had that feeling that, you know what, they're going to hit it. I don't care if the report's as good. They're probably going to hit it. Why didn't I just short FedEx flat out? Because I like to do the laggard, not the leader. I mean, because he gets shaken out of, you know, it's, it's chopping around, going like crazy. UPS is slower because it's not doesn't have the news. So it's calmer. So it's easier to trade. You know, when you're just trading the leader and it's chopping all around with high frequency action in there, I mean, it's hard to, you know, you can get shaken. There's a lot going on. That UPS was just smooth. I mean, it got somebody bid up a buck initially because FedEx had beat. And then they're sitting duck out there and they didn't move their bid fast enough. And I hammered them.
2: Oh, so. you got it on a bid too? Someone bid 35? You didn't get left bid up
3: there. there. Yeah, because FedEx was up was at that going, time. Wow. Today. Woo. Uh, somebody somebody's trying to arbit and they're like okay well fedex is report a good report i'm going to buy ups and they're betting up and they didn't get their bid out of there in time so and obviously that lost them some money
2: uh no austin owens we are not encouraging you to go against the trend the trend is your friend just uh talking about different strategies here uh trading earnings as you know trading the stocks that are highly correlated and i think we talked about that um easier or earlier in the week i'll take the
3: other side of that though the trend is not always your friend i mean you can yep. go both you have to be able to do both i mean this market is just rewarded trend following this has been for the last six months a trend following market if the market's an uptrend we're buying dips and you know and what and i respect it to that but on any given day there's going to be different intro, in little trend there's going to be different you know c- scenarios I don't care what the hell the chart even looked like on UPS. I never even looked at a chart. I didn't have a chart up and say, oh, this is a technical <laughs> resistance point for UPS. There was no chart up for me on UPS. The only thing I'm watching is FedEx. And when FedEx looked like it's going to go red, I'm like, they will take UPS. And you could feel it. You could feel the buck heavy, getting heavier on the sell side. I'm like, they're going to take this red to pull the rug out from all the algos that just bought it green and hammer anybody who thought, oh, it's a good report. You got to buy the stock. It's just, It's just dumb money. That doesn't incorporate the fact this market has been selling stocks that have good reports when they're firing on all cylinders. So my bias coming in there allowed me to make that money in UPS. It had absolutely nothing to do with the trend, absolutely nothing to do. So I'm saying I'm fading. I was fading the buyers who were buying FedEx and UPS off the the earnings report. Not fading the trend, fading the earnings report.
2: Someone asked about a three-day outlook, and obviously we have no idea where this is going in the next three seconds, three minutes, but just keep your eye on the close today, uh, wherever we end up. I mean, I'm sure, uh, you know, it will be up and down and all around, but a lot of times if you follow that closing price on, a, you know, on big events and big days and stuff, maybe you get a little bit of feel for where the mo- you know, what the big money's doing and uh so we'll look at it i think the old time closing high i never closed into 300 handle uh but yeah keep a close eye on today uh today's close we, we have crystal ball here i wish i could tell i'm you still long
3: fedex in the long-term yeah. account um i just think going forward we're gonna have a lot of package deliveries still so i've got in the retirement account for the simple reason that the stock is still firing all cylinders and i know what even if we go back and you know, yeah, maybe you have this trade come off in the new year. Maybe you have some profit taking in January. But overall, there's still gonna be a lot of packages delivered to houses.
2: Okay. All right. Uh...
3: Space. They all want space. Yeah. It's getting hammered here. I jumped the gun on this too. I bought a small half size position, which I shouldn't have done a couple days ago. Because uh, I thought, oh, yeah, we're consolidating here around the 24 and a half area, and they pull the rug out from under everybody last night. They do another offering, didn't they? Just ah, that's, do what an I offering? Said. that's exactly this what thing I offer said. Offer stock every other month. That's what I, mean, I said. When to was Spencer. the last offering before that, Spencer?
1: It, it actually it wasn't that recent. It was, it was August. So. Yeah,
3: it feels like yesterday. <laughs> anyway, so it was back to August. Now they're doing another offering. Mm-hmm. So obviously, they need to raise a lot of money to put people into space. They're, they have zero revenue right now. They just have bookings. So I don't know if they maybe they're taking some deposit money or something, but, you know, they need money. They need that money is, to do this.
1: If, if you go back further, they had an the offering in June, and offering in August, and now another one. This one is 100, just under 113 million shares, but it's via selling shareholders, which is a difference between just it, it means someone is selling. They're not creating new shares out of thin air. That's just that's the difference
3: it's turned a lot of people off here again it turned me off too like i thought okay i'm gonna strike here i'm gonna buy a small piece and i'll buy more if it goes down i'm not gonna buy 23 20 it goes back down to 20 then i'll maybe get back in we know i played this already once i talked about i sold it too early and i want to get back in near the price where i had sold it um if this thing comes back down to 20 i'll be able to do that so i will probably buy more stock at 20 I think I think it eventually gets there. So, I'm going to hold off. I like I said I bought a small piece. I'm not selling those because I still think the story might carry the stock next year. So, I know Mitch is not a Why fan didn't of you tell me facts, you so. bought a
2: half a position Danny. They're always I'm
3: always wrong when I buy a half a position. <laughs> Whenever I buy a half position it means I'm not convicted. It's just like I kind of want to participate. It's like, you know, like I've said that Mr. Miyagi reference, you know. Ah, do karate, yes, do karate, no, do karate kind of And it's squish. I know it's what that's from.
2: It's from Karate Kid. I just said it. <laughs> uh, well, hey, I oh, just one thing. I was uh, I was thinking about uh, um, Star Wars from the other day, and I do have a favorite Star Wars character. Do you know Spencer's probably get it? Do you, you want to do know, know. know? Do you want to know who it is? Do you want to know who it is and why?
1: it's, yes. probably, it's probably Jar Jar Binks.
2: I've never heard of that. Okay,
3: <laughs> Jar Jar Binks is a terrible character right, from the go, Episode go. One.
2: It, it's. It's Darth Vader.
1: Why? Because everyone hates him. So you got to actually because
3: he's a Darth Vader. He nope. likes to fade stocks. That's good
2: That's good. good uh, Come on, one more guess.
3: Yeah, he's. What do I
2: always like? Things associated with darkness. Michigan. Oh. Yeah, well, darkness. Oh, James, 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 Earl
1: Jones. James Earl Jones went to James Michigan.
2: James Earl Jones went to Michigan. Oh, there you go. Okay. okay, sorry for that. I had that written down. I wanted to bring that up. So you <laughs> think I totally hated uh, uh, Star Wars. The, the
3: nice. person who played the actual character, like not the body of Darth Vader, I believe he died this year, didn't he?
1: A couple of days ago, a couple weeks ago. A couple yeah,
3: weeks? I saw it go by the news and I was like, oh, that's too bad. But All right. Did a great job. I love Star Wars. So
2: let's
1: go to uh, WGO Winnebago. They had earnings this morning and they're actually moving off their report. It was good. They beat on the EPS a buck 69 versus 98 cent estimate sales of 793 versus 752 million dollars. So a big EPS beat and slightly smaller, but still notable sales beat WGO.
3: I don't know what to do with this. I mean, a stock that is probably firing on most cylinders, it was going to be a great year for them. They've come off significantly from the highs. Um, You know, Lennar, not that it has anything to do with WGO, held up well and actually continued higher. We were worried about that. Could Winnebago could actually do the same thing where it holds up. And now they're actually looking at some of these plays from 2020 and saying, okay, well, the earnings are good. We're actually going to hold them up and not fade them. So FedEx faded. Len len ran gap and go really I, I have gap. no idea now on this one like if Lenar had sold off i would say and this is just you know me doing my pairs analysis here but if Lenar had sold off on its good report because they think the home builders are fine on all cylinders um i would think winnebago would fill come back in and maybe fill this gap but Lenar gap and go i
2: think winnebago could gap and go here too uh six eight. Foul through through 63.50. You're not too far away from that. That's a pre-market high. So that's that's your first target. You want to see 63.50, 64. Um, on the downside, I don't know if you're going to get a gap fill because you got a double top at 62. So maybe some people that are shorting it early. So that's what I'll use. 62, potential support. 63.5, you want to see it, that taken out for Winnebago. And, man, I really wanted to go for a ride on one of those things or get one. I really... I,
3: told, I did that renting on my I anniversary. I know you did. It's, yep. with the, it's nice. It wasn't as big as a Winnebago, but um,
2: it, it was fun. It's, it's a mini one, right?
3: Yeah, it was a Mercedes one. I, it was really nice. It was really nice.
2: Fancy. All right. So that's a, There's no sympathy plays with that, right? Winnebago.
3: Oh yeah, you can go what? into Thor Thor Industries. Yeah, oh. Show. That's your pure play. That's so young. and it's trading up here too, about a box. So
2: yeah, there's always sympathies with that. Holy mackerel! Look at that support and Thor man. Oh, oh. man. Oh. look at that. Huh. There's someone buying there as long as that holds that level. That's a nice-looking chart. Boom. Look at that. Oh, those All right.
1: Lows. Let's go to uh the chat. There's a bunch of tickers being being thrown around and I want to get to a few of them before Jason. What about Fubo here? We've been... We talked about this one, I think, probably right after the IPO. Mitch was bullish. It yeah. got it got some analyst love this week. Oh, really? Michael Pachter at Web Bush, and I mean, now it's just a
3: All out RBC, too. I mean, now it's all out FOMO. Yeah, fear people chasing this thing here. I'm still long it. Um, from Mitch back at 13, I sold a chunk at 20. Big mistake, big mistake. Um, shouldn't have sold any, but I've still got a piece. I'm just holding on. This is this story could carry the stock for a while here. Um, I, I don't know. It's way overdone, it's way overbought. If you're coming in now, you're way late to the party. But with that being said, streaming sports store, I said this like three, four days ago when we talked about Fubo before, I know, it was like 27, 28. And I was like, and then just need some analyst love. And it got, maybe it was that day that Wetbush upgraded that we were talking about it. But I just think the story continues to carry the stock for potentially for a while. You will see the January effect. Yeah, yeah. We'll see the January effect in a lot of these stocks. And what is that? Um, uh, people define it in different ways. But when I say January effect, it's usually a reversal of 2020 moves because you get profit taking coming in to the stocks. People say, oh, I'm up, you know, 200% in FUBO. I'm going to wait till January 1st to take that so I don't have to pay the gain till next year. So that's when you see usually weakness happen in your 2020 leaders. And then also from the tax loss selling perspective, you usually see strength in your 2020 laggards. That's how I Talk the January effect. I know there's different January effects out there, seasonality and different things. If you textbook it, it might get a different answer than that. But that's what I talk about: is the leaders become the laggards, and the laggards become the leaders on January the first. Oh
2: boy! Oh boy! Oh boy! Um,
3: to, from it's the all-time mem- highs. From it's yeah, hard to from short my memory, yeah,
2: exactly. Wait exactly.
3: a second. What's the 2018? What is that in 2018? I'm wrong. It's not all-time. Yeah, high.
2: that we is we that talked right? about that before.
3: Is that right? Yeah. That's not right. That chart's wrong. Fubo no. wasn't even out then. No. Was Fubo in existence in 2018? Or well, the company, sure. The stock? No. I don't know what that is, Joel. Ignore all that stuff on the trade I don't know. Chart. I mean, I
2: don't program the charts. I don't know.
3: I, I don't know what that is. But I do not recall. Like, from my chart on my data. Oh, on FUPO, oh I know
1: why. I know why. I know why. why? This, this was listed on uh, OTC. That's why. They what, what happened is, <laughs> Anything
2: could happen on the OTC, Dennis. Yeah, they okay.
1: they, they all posted to the, to the nicey. That's what happened.
3: I don't trade OTC. So when I see that the stock trading for the first time, I believe it was a like week of October 9th. And the stock came and debuted around 11 bucks. So that's when I see it for the first time. I don't trade OTC. It's, you know, smoking OTC. mirrors for a lot. And it's, it's yeah, it's not as easy to get and out of stocks either there. So I, I just don't trade it. So I don't know anything about OTC because I don't trade it.
2: Look for file through through the 38 handle. Um, you're right here. Oh, there I go, using handles again. But uh, your pre-market high is 37.80. You're trading 37.40. And this just is out of memory. When this had some big opens, big opens up, It it, it sometimes, not all the time, comes in. So just keep an eye. Make sure you get through that thirty-seven eighty. You go thirty-eight bid. You keep going. You keep going because this one it's a little bit thinner too, isn't it, Dennis? What kind of volume does this trade?
3: No, it's been uh, trading a lot now lately. This is okay. a storied stock, so it's not. Oh yeah, this thing's <laughs> been trading crazy. It's a they've grabbed it. Robin Hood's grabbed the story here and running with it. I mean, it's it was a good story. It's why I liked it when Mitch pitched it back to us when it was $13. I was like, that's a story I can get behind. And I bought it that day after Mitch came on our show and talked about it. I had, wasn't even realizing this was out there. I didn't know anything about it. It was back like a week and a half after I had the IPO. I was like, I like that story. So I came on after the show that day and I bought some shares and I held it for quite a while. And I'm still holding some of the shares, but I sold a little bit after the earnings pop, which I shouldn't have did um Actually, I actually sold it well. I sold into that at that earnings pop, and then it dropped the next three four days. I just didn't rebuy the shares yeah, I sold, so that's right. my problem again. I get out well, and then I don't rebuy, and then I look back just, and I was like, please, "Well, that was a terrible." Why don't sell. you
2: just? I got an idea for you. like Okay, you, help me uh, out with this. Put a like, put a put a buy stop in. Like, if you sold it at twenty. And you want to get it back when it's coming down. Like you came to feel, you know. Like you don't as I'm to...
3: selling it, then put another buy stop back in if it comes back in. Yeah. I just don't and... like how orders sitting out there that I don't know about. Cause what if the information changes, or what if the story changes, or what if something's going on? So I'll forget about that order if I put it. And this was in my longer term account, you know. So I don't know. So I don't want to forget that order out there. And then I look back and I was like, what is that stock I own? So I like to kind of just buy or sell. I don't like to have just random stops sitting on my long term book. <laughs> Because I don't know if if the story changes. What if somebody else, what if Apple comes out with something, you know, and I forget that I had that order out there. I don't like, I I don't log into my long-term account every day. That's the one problem too. I don't want to log into my long-term account every day because then I would trade the hell out of it. (laughs) It's healthy not to. So I literally logged in and I was like, I had two stocks. I didn't even know what they were. And I had put GTCs out there to buy a couple lumber stocks. And I was up substantially in these things. I, I'll tell you like I one got taken before, over. Right? Yeah, one got taken over. I saw often I'd log into my long term account that I I, lo- I logged in. And sometimes when it's going up, right now you log in all the time because it looks good. You don't log in as much when it's going down the market. So you don't want to look at it. But I had I had bought I had bought a stock and it had got taken over. It was a smaller stock. And I didn't even know till two weeks after. And I was like, what is this stock doing at 20? I was like, you know, I'd bought it like eight. <laughs> and I'm like, why is that 20? Is that right? And then I went and I'm like, it got taken over two weeks ago. I didn't even know it. So, I mean, that's how much I look at my longer term stuff. You Leave your longer term stuff alone. If you're a trader and you want to try to hold longer term, you can't log in and look at your longer term stuff all the time because you will trade out of it. So as a trader, my best way, I just try not to look at it. I kind of know what I got in there, but at the same time, I'm not looking at it every day. So that's a know, random walk helps. there.
2: That's a random walk there if you didn't note it and it was in your account. Uh, that's a nice
3: surprise. I've also seen stocks <laughs> in my long term portfolio That have gapped down like huge. And I was like, oh, that sucks. And then I rate it off at the end of the year. <laughs> long term investing, it's fun. Uh,
2: up, a, up a stick here and uh, just hanging out unchanged here going into the open, kind of quiet.
1: Uh, okay, Dennis, I want you to not forget about LCA today because the vote the merger vote with golden nugget
2: what
3: just to, to tonight
1: it, the vote is today the the vote to, to, to merge
3: well, the, it's going it, through it's right. going oh, through i know
1: that i'm saying of course it's going through i'm saying it's a catalyst 100%. yeah so
3: the, the catalyst is probably already run now i mean this is maybe why we've seen the stock go from 21 a couple of days ago up to 24 um i'm still in this I don't even know if I've sold any of it. Um, I still think the story of online gaming is still a good story. That's why I'm sticking with this one. I have Pen Gaming. I had DraftKings, but I screwed it all up. I guess I'm just a terrible DraftKings trader because I bought this thing down at like 40, and then it went down to 35, and I was like, it came back to 40, and then I was chopping around there a bit, and I was like, you know what? I'm just going to get the hell out. I took a small loss on it, and it's 55. So I screwed DraftKings all up. Penn Gaming, um, I'm still long and lca so i'm playing it i guess through penn and lca let's
2: look at airbnb
3: it had a decent day last couple days so it's come back hmm. it really hammered it it went from 165 down to 120 that was like a full-on bear market for Airbnb. and they're a four-day bear market now they've <laughs> bought it back so you come all the way back up now you know where you run into the resistance the old 165 area it's 153 here this morning so Uh, Does it get back up through there? I mean, is it reasonable to say that Airbnb is worth more than every other hotel chain in the world? Probably not, but it's a pretty good app. It makes money. It's everywhere. Could you reasonably think that Airbnb could be eventually bigger than all the hotel chains in the world? Yeah. So I like this story much better than DoorDash. I like this valuation. This is why I was comparing apples to apples with Dash and Airbnb saying if Dash is worth 60 billion, Airbnb is worth 100 billion. Because I just think it's you know got way more potential there. So I love the app. I actually would be a buyer at a certain pricing point. I just can't bring myself to pay like 70, 80, 90 billion dollars for an app. So I did not buy it. I wish I would have bought it at 125, but I to be honest with you, I wasn't really looking at it.
2: Uh this got citroned yesterday. what do he say? 40 bucks.
1: What do you think he said?
2: 40 dollars?
1: <laughs> he said it's overpriced.
3: He doesn't have as much push as he usually does though. Oh, hey, he got he, Citron yesterday, didn't even go down.
1: Look, 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 look.
2: DoorDash did a little bit.
1: <laughs> saying that Airbnb or DoorDash is overpriced is, is like that's like, the, like look, saying
3: the sun is, you know,
1: bright. Right. right exactly. Like Angel Left can push stocks when he's the only one out there saying that. When he's first. Everybody say, thinks that it, most people think that these stocks are overvalued, it doesn't mean that they can't go higher. Oh, nothing. But, it mean it, it's, not, it's not a hot take from him, right? Like that, like everyone, everyone can see Good that the, the IPO price was one thing, and the opening price was completely different.
3: Yeah. Good point. Um, I, I this is still at the casino. There's not enough data. Furry Hamsey would say. I don't even look at it until it has six months of data. Well, yep. I look before that, but I mean, we're at six days of data here, so this is still a tough thing to trade on any shirts any technicals it's just gonna you know you got some momo going one way or another that day i have to bait you know what it's again back to the babysitting thing and even like when i tra- made that train ups last night the only reason i made that train ups is because it was kind of quiet there wasn't that much going on when you get into an Airbnb, you got to babysit it, and what I mean by that is it moving around too much. You got to watch it. You got to protect your capital, and you can't just oh, I'm just gonna buy it. And I guess you could throw a stop out there and forget about it, but for the most part, that stock's moving too much, too fast. You have to babysit it. I don't have the time for babysitting. That's why if I was bored, I might trade Airbnb, but for the most part, I'm trading. If I'm trading 50 other stocks and trying to trade Airbnb on top of it, pretty good chance I'm gonna screw the Airbnb trade up. So um, that's why I can't trade something that's that wild.
1: All right, uh, 838. We're gonna have Jason Rasnig on in pff, some five or so minutes from now.
3: Um, Nike earnings, did we get them yet?
1: No, they're not waiting. They were after, they're after, after the, close. the close, I think.
3: <laughs> they, they moved them to after the close. Nike's yeah. always like on no, nothing reports on the Friday after the close for real. They moved it.
1: I, yeah, I'm that's what I'm yeah, saying. They did after that's... After the close.
3: I did not know that. So, okay, well, we're not going to get Nike here this morning then. I thought Nike was this morning scheduled. So,
1: okay. No, I don't believe so. If they report, I'll, then I'll be caught off guard, but I, I really don't think they're going to report. I think it's after. Okay. close. Um, back to the chat, bunch of tickers being thrown out. Go. Someone keeps asking about this this recent IPO. I don't know what you guys can say about it. WNW, is this is Chinese company. the IPO'd like three, four days ago. And it's gone from seven to going from seven to one sixty. Now it's back oh, in ninety nine. It's Kodak. So-
3: uh. It's Kodak. I don't this know. is Kodak all over again, and it eventually ends in tears. But who knows where that is? I can't trade stuff like this. Yeah, this is, this is it was it was stop. It would it would open for t- like ten seconds, and then they'd halt they it on halted. a volatility pause. And it opened for ten seconds. They'd halt it on another volatility pause. It went from that like all the way up yesterday morning. It just got into silly town. That's when I was like tweeting out. I was like, "This is Kodak part two. So what's a Kodak chart look like? Let's go take a look at KODK. (laughs) Oh, we can see it ran, had that huge move from $3 to 60 and all the way back down the mountain. I predict that WNW, I know nothing fundamentally about this company. I predict it will eventually end in tears for a lot of people, but I have no idea what the hell this does. I have no idea how to trade this stuff. You got to have a PhD and you've got to be an algorithmic trader to really probably do anything decent in this and to protect the capital. The stock is too wild. Not for me.
2: So okay. I could 84 bucks. That's <the Okay>. <laughs> That's it. it comes it's all down-
3: nonsense. Yeah. <laughs> it's all, a lot of bots in there too, when you get and stuff.
1: I have a trivia question for you, Dennis. So when, when Tesla gets added to the S&P, it'll be the best performing stock in the index this year. Do you know what stock is second?
2: Ooh. Joel, do you know what? Yeah, Joel, yeah, he, told, he told me yesterday.
1: I, I told Joel. Yesterday. I didn't get it. No, it, it may not be that obvious. Tesla's up 640% this year, approximately.
3: It's probably uh, some stupid retailer or something.
1: It actually <laughs> that is. is. It, <laughs> it is. is. How do you know? It's, one, it's, Etsy. it's Etsy. It's Etsy. Etsy is the second oh, yeah. best or will be That's the not- second best performing stock in the index. I don't know if
3: I'll call it $5 stock. tip too for Etsy technicals. Joel, we got to hook that guy up. He just pays. Uh, oh, what do you want me
2: to do? Dennis, we know we'll never sell anything on Etsy, right? With our, our <laughs> my, my
3: brother-in-law sells stuff on really? There, yeah. He, sells stuff. he makes a lot makes makes uh, wood woodworking and doesn't want to sell stuff on there. It's good. It's busy on there. He's like, I can't keep up with it half the time.
2: Ah. Uh, if you want to target 194, if you actually just feel like you need to look at a potential level today, uh, 194, that's it. It traded up to 194. It's at 191.30. Man, if you're trying to protect profits, I mean, 170 looks good. If you want to play play it closer to the belt, what's yesterday's low? What You're even a ways away from that. 183.33, your old-time closing high from yesterday it was uh, – So 194, that's about all I can give you for your five buck tip on Etsy.
3: All of these stocks are going to be affected January 1st from what I'm calling my January effect. And the leaders become (laughs) the laggards and the laggards become the leaders. You could have the Santa Claus rally that could rip these things even higher. But if you are in these for trades, I would say if you're holding them, past January the 1st, you're asking for trouble because we've seen this time and time again where there's a lot of profit taking coming in to these stocks, Um, you know, even towards the end of the year, once you get past settlement, I mean, in Canadian terms are different. Obviously they use trade date, not settle date. Um, So in, in Canada, what I mean by that is Canada looks at the settle date where U.S. uses trade date. So U.S. actually, if you sell, you know, December the 31st, you are still, selling. And January 1st, actually January 2nd, because we're not open January 1st, obviously. It's a Friday. Uh, in it's Canada, Friday. you can actually see this this uh, happen a day, two days sooner because they use settle dates. So you can start selling December the 31st and those tax losses and the tax gains won't be paid until the following year. Again, the US uses trade date, which they trade changed a number of years ago. So that's where you start seeing this effect happen on January 2nd, which is the first day of 2021.
2: All right, I'm gonna. Hey, Spencer, could you ask me to start? I I just plugged this uh, camera in at the third different port. You want to see if it will work this time?
1: We're gonna have to start, like, I'm gonna have to start committing to memory. There we go. Hey, Joel.
2: Third, okay, third time's a charm,
1: right? Uh, I'm gonna have to start committing to memory like what all these specs do because we, ha- we had a- another conversion yesterday. Uh, SKLZ, uh, is, is Sk- one. I like
3: that, I like got that the so skills much. to pay yeah. the bills. Yeah,
1: that skills that. That was Flying Eagle, that was FEAC, that was a spec. Now it's okay. you know, the deal went through So, and this is an esports place. I'm just gonna have to commit to memory all these new, aside from electric vehicles, when we know that, all these other.
3: There's like 300 of them, isn't there? I know, I know. There's so like, many.
1: KLZ is. Um...
3: I, told, I bought a whole bunch of these things at 10. <laughs> I got the 10 arm trying you to point out. You, I... I don't know if maybe I'm going to get hammered here if the SPAC craze ends and they'll just hammer all the 10 ones too. But like I talked about, this, the Value Act one, SVAC, or you know start not sorry, the Starboard okay. one, SVAC. Yeah. I mean, I'll bet on Starboard Management that they get a good deal. I mean, that's what you're really betting on at these points before they have a deal. They don't even have, you know, they may have a, a target industry, but before they you know have anything, you know, even a target as of a specific company, you're betting on the management team. That's why I bought the Pershing Square one, which is obviously Bill Ackman. And I bought the SVAC one, the Starboard, because, you know, I'm buying it at 10 bucks and I bet Starboard, you have know, the management team to probably find a pretty good deal. So that's what I'm betting on SVAC, and I'm long these things, and I'm going to stick with these until a deal get announced. And you know what? And maybe they don't get a deal, but I bet you Pershing Square and Starboard get a deal. Like that's really what you were saying too, Spencer, is when you're buying these things, they don't have, you know, a target company yet. I mean, you're betting on the management team. Why not bet on the best management teams? Just, I
2: don't know. That's my thoughts. You can imagine how many SPACs we're going to have with like um, athletes and movie stars. I'm not study.
3: betting on. I'm not, I'm, I'm not betting I, on the LeBron see, James back. LeBron I'm, I'm James.
2: Telling. Well, you know, a thing would be if you did it on an athlete. You know, you're watching, you're long, and then the athlete gets hurt. You know, I mean. Get short man. on that. Joel, oh, Joel you <laughs> don't
1: need another avenue to gamble during games. Okay.
3: Yeah, Joel gambles <laughs> enough,
2: man. No, I know don't. Look, I don't. You got to
3: stop man. gambling. You I might have man. to go Gamblers Anonymous, Joel.
2: Dennis, I told you to stop saying that. <laughs> You're in a doghouse. Right. I'm and telling I'm dog your house. mom. I'm telling your mom. <laughs> She's gonna yell at me, but yeah, don't pick on Joel. The only Joel. thing I do is suicide. Stop suicide, picking pull. on Joel. Suicide.
1: oh uh, yeah. Joel doesn't actually gamble that much. All right. Let's do it that. Yeah. It's a
3: joke. It was a
2: joke. Plus he... all the all the racetracks are closed at, around here. He does how gamble de- on
3: the ponies though.
2: How how depressing is that? I mean sad, sad, sad. And Spencer gave me a if we have any horse racing fans out there i know it's just like me and nick bloodlines on uh espn wow the history of horse racing so that's a good one Is i want Brad? to give
3: you an imbalance update too but before sure. we get rasped because he's of coming course. in here they are all buy imbalances still again we're on i group, of which we know that everything can change just like that because there's gonna be big institutional money that's gonna come in and fading some of these too right now. Just to give you some examples, Bank of America, 2.8 million to buy. General Electric, 2.7 million to buy. These are typically you know 10,000, 100,000. Now you're looking like 10 times bigger because we're on option expiration here. Right now, they're to buy. I will let you know if they flip to sell, which they very well might just like that. So s are starting to drift up a little bit here because we've been buy all morning. They're like, oh, maybe the sellers aren't coming in. I bet you some sellers come in here yet, though. So I'm not putting any weight on the imbalances here this morning.
1: Jason, good morning.
4: Oh, wait, you're on mute. There we go. Oh. Good morning, pre market prep. It is a beautiful Friday morning. Welcome to the morning. Welcome to the- We've been here. Where you've been? We we've been here the whole yeah, time. I know. I don't the welcome was not. I wanted to say like thanks for having me, but I get my word screwed up. You know, welcome, thanks. <laughs> I get them screwed up. So I just wanted to provide some music. I thought it'll be a little music. I I know Joel doesn't like my music, but he more likes the opera, which I actually like some of his opera music that he, he plays. What do you off. got for music? Spencer's well, scared
3: right me? now because we get fined for this. <laughs> you
4: hear my music? Yeah, yeah, Dennis, yeah. yeah. Dennis, Dennis, you heard my music,
3: right? Oh no, play the music. I don't...
1: You have to play I closer. ole, ole. Oh. oh,
3: yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> you, you heard it, Do we right? get fined for that too? Where we get where we get in trouble for, I, for him saying that? I don't that? know. I'll, I'll pay. I'll pay the fine. <laughs> I'll pay the fine. <laughs> we got the guy that pays the bills. He's willing to pay the fine. <laughs> yes, yes. I'll pay the fine for
4: that. It's it's worth it. The ole ole really helps things out. Okay. So lots of trades this week, lots of moves this week, lots of exciting wait, stuff. Before we do mind, that, I'm going to share my screen.
1: Wait, before can I just ask you about about Tesla? I, I have to. I mean, yeah. what do you have? a you still short it? I was never short <laughs> Tesla. Huh? I I actually own I own the the ARKW right so I I own it via uh, one of Kathy Woods ETS and I've had it since whenever I don't know March but
4: point I know up, you're not short sure it I just
1: that's neither here nor there my my real question was um are you playing the S and P at all
3: I am not playing it okay I'm being honest he's I just play- holding through this he holds forever <laughs> I you know what that- that's worked. That's worked in Tesla. It's worked to just continue to hold that. Yeah, thing. That's, that's true. 668, Jason, this morning. It is hot again. They're buying oh, it ahead yeah. of the ad. Textbook. Oh, my God. I played the, the one time I played Tesla was battery day.
4: And then the one time I went against Dennis and Joel on Tesla when I had those big options that were up a lot. And Dennis was like, it's trending, keep it. And I sold one of them. And if I would have kept that one, it would have been another like 25K, and or not another, it would have been 25K. Instead, I sold it for like a 5K. That was annoying, but Battery Day is what I really got right. And then, if you went back to the show, it was a Friday when you guys were on, and it was like it was when Tesla was at 380. And it was or 90. It was just dead money; no one was buying. I bought those call options. I still have one, and one expires today, but I got rid of that one a couple of days ago. But I still have a call option for January 540s that are up a lot. And um, and again, that's my friend who told me. Remember that Thanksgiving bet it was at 390. He goes, by Thanksgiving, it'll be 600. This guy has been the most right on Tesla in the history of the world. He's the only reason I own Tesla because I went in his Tesla. He got the first Tesla in Michigan and I saw him driving and I like waved him over. It was like many years ago and we went on a ride. The next day on Monday, I bought shares. I thought I bought 200, about 100 at 3850. And then like I went and looked back at that account, so I wasn't trading actively. I didn't. I just thought I bought two hundred because I really loved the car. I thought whatever, and he was so bullish on it. And so, like three weeks later, no, maybe three months later, I go back to the account. And I see I have a hundred shares, and the stock was at seventy-eight dollars. Okay, now this is pre-split. I'm not doing the divided yeah. by five thing. But here's the funny part. So I'm like, all right, I need to buy my extra hundred shares because that's what I thought. But of course, I didn't because I'm an idiot, and I'll tell you why I'm an idiot is because there's this ego thing that gets in the way. I want to be able, I want to be able to show people my account my percentage gains and as you buy the stock as it goes up you're obviously your percentage gains goes down because you're buying at a higher cost yeah. but that means nothing your percentage gains it's the absolute dollars and I liked seeing these big percentage gains like if you know look when I share my portfolio you see my account I have big gains like an Apple and stuff but I should have bought the stock again I bought it like in 1997. And I never like bought it again. Maybe in 2000, I bought some, but I never bought some after because I love seeing the percentage gains. And at the end of the day, that doesn't matter. Like it doesn't matter. Maybe for the show it does. And so my Tesla story is me not buying March 78 is silly. I'm not saying this isn't a major gift. I mean, I bought it at $38 and what it's at today. Um, But the guy who recommended it to me, he must've put in a few hundred thousand. I bet you he's made $10 million on his Tesla trade and I'm not joking. I'm really not. It's, it's insane how... There's some rich people out there off of Tesla, I'll tell you, you that. Dennis, 100%. I mean, when this guy, he literally, he sold all his accounts, he put it in there, and at that, after battery day, he told me, Jason, go on margin, it'll be at $600, people don't know what they're talking about, this dead money thing, they don't understand it, and I said, Joel, you haven't been wrong, and so I just, like, I took the opposite side of the bet to, like... Wait, 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 my, you, your friend. Your is also, was. His, his friend's name is Joel, too. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Not this Joel. Um, okay. I, I, I wanted, a lot of Joel's. I wanted to, Joel, this Joel met my Joel. Both Joel's have met. He must've met Gene Munster too, but I wanted to see how strong his conviction was with that bet. And then so we bet a hundred dollars that he was wrong. And he was, and once he made that bet, I knew he was strong. So then I bought some shares and bought another option. All right. So I'm in a lot of stocks right now. So I just think it'll be easier just to start share my stuff. So I'm going to share my screen. Um, sure. I'm going to share. It's just going to show percentages. It's not going to show any
3: like crazy stuff. Nothing. Do you have any new positions, like new long-term convictions yes, yes, stuff? Yes. Okay. Yes. Are we just going to suddenly see these? And <laughs> Yes. Yes. Okay. He's got them coming you up. Just here.
1: make sure you don't like, you know, show your cat number or anything.
4: I know. I'm trying the way it has. Like the, okay, give me one. I know me. there's a lot of
3: hackers out there right now, Jason, so we've got to be careful with this personal information. <laughs> so seconds. Microsoft got hacked, too, apparently, so... <laughs> it did yeah Mike uh, saw us down with buck here this morning on the hack they are involved
1: they they're part of the solar wind story so
3: yeah. the solar wind's password was solar what was it solar 123 <laughs> That's a hard one to figure out
1: all right jason just zoom in a bit so we can see or make it bigger
4: yeah make I'm it i'm zooming bigger. the
3: wrong thing i'm zooming the youtube chat and i'm not zooming my account so sorry. that's okay all right so, you got a lot of stocks too you're starting to look like
1: my portfolio just all stocks yeah the, uh, <laughs> the window bigger can window you, bigger? Yeah, make the window bigger. Or maybe you can't because it'll show more information.
3: No nope. average cost in Apple three dollars. That's pretty impressive, actually. Spencer, should I make it bigger still? Yeah, a little bit. How about now? Yeah, it's better. That's good. Okay. We're getting a good look at the RAS portfolio here okay. right now. Perfect. Perfect.
4: Is that good? All yep. right, perfect. So guys, I have to call e-trade today because I have no idea what this 40% gain is on these numbers. 265-504100. It's a, and a, it's up $4,000. I don't know what it is. What, 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 happened.
3: <laughs> what, is, what are you looking at? Oh, the two things, the thing at the top. Yeah. What is that? Is
1: that Start your cat is like ca- cash. Is that like a, it, it, that might be your sweep account. I don't know. Cash. You can have to...
4: cash Spencer. If I, if I want cash right now, I got to come to you, Dennis or Joel for some cash. Cause I have no cash. I am on margin and I don't advise that,
3: okay? I don't advise that. I, I'm pretty much out of cash too. I think this market's gonna crash on me because I never have, yes, I'm yes. never like this invested either right now. Well, well, <laughs> I'm, I'm kind of scared, I'm too invested. Well, I told Hot Stocks Luke yesterday, it was like eight o'clock last
4: night. I'm like, if the market opens down like a thousand points, I'm screwed. I bought a stock yesterday and I'll get to it, a, a trade I made yesterday, I added an extra zero on the buy, okay? And so, <laughs> oops. I know, and so it honestly was an oops because I was only, I'm being, I'll am i be give you the numbers. I was uh, I was gonna buy $1,700 worth, okay? Just to have it in, um, you know, just, just to have it in my account so I remember to go look at it and do research on it later. I know people can do watch lists, but I'm not that creative. I guess I can do it in Benzinga Pro, but I just wanted to own it, Dennis. And I was like doing a live show and I added an extra zero and I saw it when the show ended. I'm like, holy cow. And then, and then on the show, I said to the guy, um, okay, I'm going to sell some shares. I bought too much. He's like, well, if you sell those shares, I'm buying them right from you because you're way, you're missing this one, Jason. So, and this guy bought the stock at $2, and it's at 17 and he's so bullish. And we'll get to that in just a heartbeat. Okay, so real quick, um, Asana hit the $30 mark, which doesn't show on the, yeah, it does. $30 mark. You guys know I bought Asana on yeah. um, potentially an acquisition play. Again, I don't think Asana. Asana is not as insulated as um, as my other as, as Slack. Slack has the network effects where people use it. Asana there's a company called Notion that is um, you know is that is argu- that is maybe better than Asana right now. It doesn't have the network effect. So yesterday I talked to this person, do any of you guys have a Peloton that's on the show right now? Are you still on your Peloton? Yes, but do any of you guys have one?
1: Yeah, Joel does.
2: Joel
4: does. You do? Yeah, do.
2: I'll blog it and um, I did a workout this morning. But no,
4: Joel, do you, do you use
2: it? Yeah, just about every day. I haven't been swimming lately, so I've been using it every day.
4: Joel, if I tell you next month, for the month of January, you can't use it for the first three weeks, what are you going to say to me?
2: Uh, mind your own business. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I thought, right? <laughs> yeah. Wait, but wait, it gets even better, guys. Um, it gets even better. Joel, why are you going to say that to me? Because it's the only uh, way I have to work out right now. No,
4: no, you're, you're saying, okay, aren't you saying that to me partly because of the competition with your friends?
2: You know what? Do you know how to do that? Because <laughs>
3: themselves uh, so No,
2: much. no, no, no! I'm sure.
4: i haven't worked out a day in my life. <laughs> <laughs> like
2: I, I can't even. No, compare. I can compare. Actually, Wait, I look the same. A, I, have <laughs> I have a question. I have a question because I was told you could do that, and but don't you have to be like in the same class with somebody, oh. or can you just do one-on-one competition? Do you know? All I know is I haven't really worked. I joined the
4: gym here a month ago. I haven't really worked out. All I know is I'm buying a Peloton next week or whatever it is. I am buying a Peloton because I was talking to this person and it's like a networking thing. Like for Benzing, I want to network at deal, you know, whatever. Oh, yeah. we need to talk about something about that guys later. But, um, and the person's like, Oh, we can, we can, we, we can do a class together and we can
2: FaceTime while we're working. Yeah, it's a FaceTime because I got in a fight with the customer service lady at uh, Peloton because I was told that she goes, no, you can't do that, but you can FaceTime with somebody. And I go, no. I want to directly race somebody. I go, I'm a very competitive person. She goes, <laughs> she goes I can tell. <laughs> Sorry,
4: that's so funny. Okay. Uh, no, so guys, tell me about that. Okay, so so Nautilus NLS is a is a comp to Peloton. The stock is obviously lower value.
3: Yeah. But
4: I am telling you right now, I own the stock Peloton still and I wish I never sold a share, but I am buying a Peloton all for this one reason, I'll tell you. So I don't work out really, but I think I'm going to a couple people that I want to network with and like whatever they use a Peloton and they're like, we can FaceTime, we can put competition together. And so I'm buying a Peloton and I think it's going to make me start working out to be honest, because it's the only way, like I'll get on there. Like, like honestly, for example, I don't see Dennis much, but I would like talking to him. Doesn't have a Peloton. So I just may buy him a Peloton so then we can talk on that. There's a
0: backup.
2: My sister's been trying to get one and, uh, that and hot tubs yeah they're hard they're hard to get my sister's yeah yeah i know it's a big
3: okay
4: so now let's go to my stocks because these guys are done with me below uh below rating non peloton
3: uh yeah i only have like four minutes here left for me because this is option expiration day and i gotta duck out at 903 so give me all your info in the next four minutes i'm ducking out early oh god well i was just gonna (laughs) he's on the clock yeah, I know. Okay, give me your best idea right now. I us go. I,
4: I got, let's go quick. I want to quit. I look like all right. It's the Mad Money Rush Hour. I shouldn't say Mad Money. It's probably coined by him. So
3: lightning round. Uh, it's the razzman
4: Sprint. All right.
3: There you go. The razzmans
4: I bought a stock yesterday called BCRX. This lady who's a biotech person is so passionate about it. Says it's a hundred percent gainer. It's going to be so take some time. I don't totally understand the story, but I bought it BCRX. I didn't buy it in size as you see. But I bought it, and I'm going to hang on to it. And if it goes to seven, I'll buy more. And then I'll hang on to it for the The confidence these people had in it make me want to stay in it. Who but was this?
3: Who was the person? Oh, my God. i got to get the name. I'm gonna... <laughs> Sorry <laughs> throw you under the bus on that.
4: He
2: remembers the symbol, not the name. We've
3: talked this stock before, Spencer, BCRX. What's this one? What, are the, what do they got? We, I know we've talked it. <laughs> All right, so BioChris, bio it's BioChris, by the way. Yeah, <laughs> I'm going to luck. What,
4: what they have? But Dennis, you want me to do the the Man Magic? Okay, sorry, sorry, we go, go, me. go,
3: go, go, go. What?
4: Oh, yeah, I want it. Yeah. Hey, Hotstocks Luke just walked in. Hot Stocks Luke, say hi to my, the, the Dennis and Joel. Is
2: Dennis, there. Hey, there's
4: Luke. Hi, hi, Luke. Really Spencer today. Did Luke
2: sleep sleep at the office last night? <laughs>
4: Sometimes I do. Sometimes
2: he does. <laughs> I Luke som- looks like he works
3: out. Though. He's got a Peloton.
2: Oh yeah,
4: Will S. Will S, thanks, man. The person who gave me this bio, Chris, is biotech underscore SD. Thank you, thank you. Wait, is Raz following so-called pump and dump gear or right not? Whoa, is that a so? You guys are saying BCRX is terrible. Are you saying I should sell it today because I'm only down 0.8 percent? Dennis, do not buy
3: BCRX on this. <laughs> I don't know anything about it, really. So I was okay. trying to look up what drugs they have or what's the Do your own research, please. All yeah, right. please do your own research. We don't BCR- know anything about BCRX. Yeah, I'll, I'll... I know nothing about PCRX. Guys,
4: actually, I'm going to talk about that too, But I, about doing your research. I want to talk about it. The internet is amazing and people aren't utilizing it the way they should. research fundamental research. We're going to talk about that in a minute, but let me just give a couple more. I bought CLSK. And, and CLSK, you guys know it, it trades a lot. I am going to stay in CLSK for a bit. This guy, Jack... Jack um. Um, I know the room is going to tell me who it is, gave it to me, and I'm going to stay in it for a little bit. So I bought CLSK. It's the one that I added an extra zero on that I Oops. need to uh, diminish the trade a little bit. That's the one of the ones I bought. Okay. Um, and then, oh my God, I was wrong on C of, D of, e of e. uh, DraftKings. I still own Elastic started to take off ESTC. I was down like 4% on it.
3: That's been a good I like stock.
4: New. I like Elastic for the enterprise search, um, Ford moving on FGF. PP, I think it's a dividend play that I got, and it's doing good. Um, Gan moved yesterday. My option didn't move, but Gan moved. Um, they did an offering, and it was good. The market saw the offering. It was Jack Curley. Yep, it was. Uh, they, the markets was responsive to the art offering. They and the you know it sold and whatever, and people like that. Sometimes on offering, stocks go down. Gan went up. That's nice. GBTC, which a lot of people in this chat room tease me for buying because it's Bitcoin. not real bitcoin yep. i think dennis bought it
3: too uh, but, yeah but it guys, equivalent 80
4: 81 81 on gbtc
3: i mean I, um, I, um, I bought that qbtc the one that's in canada because i can put it into my r it's called an rsp retirement savings plan in canada and i bought it on thanksgiving dump day and i'm up 40 percent in it in three weeks 40%. <laughs> Bitcoins crazy. has been a monster since Thanksgiving Dump Day.
4: It's crazy. And, and Dennis, of course, I'm mad about GBTC because I bought it on the show live like that day when we were talking about it. I bought it maybe after the show.
3: Yeah. Probably.
4: But I, um, it's when we talked about it. Oh, my lithium expires today. What do I do about that? Okay, I need help on that. <laughs> <I'm>, <laughs> what are
3: uh, those calls? You got to do
4: something. What you're was, up, that, what was that one real
2: on. high dividend thing that you bought? Oh, oh wow. yeah, that's,
4: that's, that's been the, uh, that's been amazing. Uh, Q-R-T-E-A. Okay. Yeah, um, that's been that's a Brian Jacoby. But so wait, I don't know how to do the lithium calls. I so that's not true. I had fifteen dollar lithium calls. I had them yesterday. I, I sold those calls yesterday. I think I'm gonna let these lithium calls convert at ten dollars and just keep the stock it's a decent amount in dollar value and that'll be a big tax gain. So I was thinking to let it convert to the stock. Does that make sense, guys? Or no?
1: If you if you want the stock, yeah,
4: sure. Well, I don't want the tax gain this year. Is that a way to avoid the tax gain, Dennis?
3: That's a good question, actually, because you're still you're you're doing is the option exercise. Uh, I need Set to talk a... my accountant about that one. <laughs> I, I don't know. Okay. Actually, I, somebody know that in the chat. I honestly I don't know because I usually we got, we always add, I offset them all. I don't got, let, I have never the, I never uh... let them do that. I never let them convert into the stock. I'm, I'm never long. The other thing is I'm never long options usually. So I'm usually just long the stock. I'm usually short options. So it's a different uh, story. So I actually don't know the answer to that in the US.
4: I, I love it. These guys are ripping me. Rich people complain, always complain about taxes. Yes,
3: they're saying yes. Everybody says it avoids the, the tax. So oh, it does, okay. So. May, may depend on where you live.
2: Hey Spencer, add a disclaimer. We don't give accounting advice on this show.
3: Yeah, we don't give accounting <laughs> advice. Yes, add that please. I, mean, I, I suck at accounting. I already got my debits and credits mixed up. If
4: you guys, I think
2: if you guys think I know we
3: know, I suck at accounting. I,
2: I took have a, a pass fail.
4: I have a better. <laughs> I took a pass fail. You guys, you guys are so talkative today. I have a better,
2: <laughs> I have
4: a better chance of slamming a basketball than giving accounting advice. I'll be honest. We talk about a wash sale. I don't even know what that is. I saw them yesterday. Talk about it yesterday. And I don't even understand it. I don't want to understand. Don't explain it to me right now. Not into it. Okay. So Penn National. 411%. I got to support Davey Day Trader. You know, I did that interview with him. I bought it probably I know, I long too. Going to saying? 100. I think it's going to 100. Yeah, you've said that for a long time, Dennis. You've said that for a, like not a long time, but like a few months. Come on, in
3: from 61. I was in from 51. This was actually one that I played okay. I went from 51, I sold it at 69. I rebought it. I actually rebought the stock at 61, so I actually did get back into that one. I would've been mad if I didn't. So, and, and that's all cuz Davey Day Trader. I think like he's got a good following. I'm like he's got the barstool sports firing all cylinders. I like the online gaming story. I like the story. I'll bet you this,
4: Dennis. David Day Trader launched this fundraiser for small businesses. We put five hundred thousand in. I bet you by the end of this weekend he has fifteen million raised. I texted him this
3: morning. Oh, probably they love him. I
4: I got two text messages from some big time CEOs of some big companies saying, "Can you put me in touch with your boy? We want to put two hundred fifty thousand each in." These Two different companies reached out to me to put 500,000 in, and so so I wrote to David H.R., I got some guys I want to put 500,000 in, and don't worry, Benzinga will put 5,000 in. <laughs> <laughs> nice, yeah. so, um, but so that's it. Wait, Dennis, someone said, I'm doing a good job because you're still in the room, you had to leave at yeah, 9 no, 03. I
3: know I stayed overtime from two minutes past now, so I'll give you one more minute. I gotta go, but we'll start right, the all show right. on for Jason. All right, so, I, this I got- option expiration can cost me money here. People want to know about up. Rocket. I, I I'll go to Rocket,
4: but I gotta give another stock before Dennis goes. I gotta yeah, give one, one that like I actually like RFL. I bought RFL on Tuesday.
3: I do not know this company.
4: You definitely do not. And I would love to read the email about it. It um, just got an analyst that like wrote some smart stuff about it. I'm an analyst, just like like a day day trader guy. Um, and he wrote, he made sense to me that they have this like biotech or oncology um, platform. That's it's the only way to treat this type of cancer. And I can read the email, but it's gonna take me a minute or two and you're to go. But I bought RFL, I bought it. I didn't buy it in that much size as you see, but it's up 9%, 9% today. I'm not selling anything right now. I may pick up some more shares. The guy who sent it to me is my old college roommate's friend that he thinks is smart. I don't know, but I, I, that's all I know on RFL. I like smart people and I and this guy is smart. Um, yes, NNDM, yeah, I've owned that. I don't know, why do we keep talking about NNDM? It's fine, it's seven bucks
3: uh you know whatever okay so i like that- the rfl chart. actually i do like the setup here that it looks like it's ready to break out here consolidation station after a big move and now a good day yesterday it does look like it's ready to go i know nothing about the company That chart looks okay i gotta go i gotta go i'm gonna all listen good luck dennis to you, good, i'm gonna keep listening luck, to you man. though stay dennis, on again i'm gonna keep dennis, listening. When, you,
4: when i get you that peloton we're gonna chat all day and work
3: out we're gonna become the <laughs> best. oh that'd be fun i'll go dennis, like great well, well we'll get faster than joel We'll eventually get in better shape than Joe. They
4: see us on TV next. We'll have the skinniest faces. I'm like, what happened? At- <laughs> I know. What happened I'm plus at two fifteen now. Like, I- <laughs> Dennis, I don't want to talk about it. My dad's weighs less than me, and that was like, he was always like forty pounds more than me. So, um <laughs> so. all right. So now we got a couple more stocks. See you later, Dennis. Okay. Um Real quick, I uh, just want
2: to, Canada, we're, are, we S&Ps to are, uh, are are just inching up here, folks, going into big buying balances. Nice. Uh, really, the only thing I could give you now is that pre-market high of 27.23. That's the only thing that's uh, pre-market high. That's what you're looking at for first potential long target.
4: Okay, um, got it. And then I know we got to go over RKT, and I know we have to go over a couple more trades like in, uh, um, you know, so, um, yeah, if you have any questions for me, you can also e- email me if you see us on a, Amer- you know, but we both, if you guys have one or don't, Anything you guys can do and send it over. I'm hoping to see 10 to 30 messages in my email later today. Okay. So do you want to pull up RKT, Joel? RKT it is. Okay. So RKT was downgraded yesterday from, uh, by KB, KBW, Keith, bruett and Woods. I wonder what, who Woods is, not Kathy Woods, but- Kathy Wood, I don't know. So it was downgraded and a price target 19. They said that the interest rate environment um, could hurt them and they could be judged more on a price to book ratio versus what they're valued at now. And that could hurt them in, um, you know, in the market because they're expensive for that. My take on RKT is there's a lot of um, you know, positive things that I think are still not baked into the stock. It's not just a mortgage company. As you notice, it's not called Rocket Mortgage, the public company. Yes, 82% of the revenue or profit may come from that, but you know they have an auto division that does all of this whole auto stuff. I mean, these guys execute. I mean, just, I don't know if you guys have been watching the news or read a lot of news. StockX raised 275 million at a $2.7 billion valuation. And it was highly like sought after this deal. The same founder of stockx is the founder of RKT. His name is Dan Gilbert. They know how to do stuff. Stockx started in 2016. They have over 2,000, 2000 team members, not employees, team members. And stock this and, this and stockx will go public sometime probably in 2021. And so that's I believe in the the, the, people, the leadership in RKT. I believe there's stuff there. So yes, there's downgrades, rates could go up. But again, like like Dennis and Joel were talking about earlier, you gotta like avoid looking at your long-term account. You know, like I looked at my long term account and I sold Twilio like at 120 and then I bought it back like at 220, but you know, it was so dumb of me. And it's just one of those things. Like I just don't look at it. So that's my take on our RKT, R- R- Dennis. Yeah,
2: just real quick on this. Uh, yeah, it had the bad day yesterday. It looks like it's getting nicked today too, a little bit. I've not seen any news on it today. Uh, Oh, yeah. Oh, that Keith, Briette, and Woods. Okay, they downgraded. That was today.
4: You were probably sleeping, uh, John. Yeah,
2: no, I just saw it, but I mean, if this gets under, I mean, you got to love the triple bottom there. If this gets under 21 today, I mean, it has a one-day effect sometimes, but you got a really good support under 21. And I don't even think it's going to get there today. Uh, buyers have already stepped in at 21 for Wait. you. It's a short technical look uh, at it.
1: Our, our, chat, our chat is so smart, man. Uh, so that number at the top of your account, you do not know what that was? That's your Duncan.
4: It is? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Did the deal, is the deal done? Yeah. Yeah. The, yeah,
1: the deal is done. But so now what do I do? That, now you have it that's that's the taxable event in your account you have that's that's what you have that's that's the money that you get.
4: So it, I need to sell that, that thing then or something or what happens is well, you they can buy, put cash in your account
1: you can transfer it out of, out of your account you it, it it's that's cash that's that's money wow. yeah. okay
4: all right you're you're the best chat in the world world pre-market <laughs> prep. you're the best I love you. thank you. I had no idea what it was. I've been wondering for a few days and I just figured, Eventually it'll be figured out. I know you guys think I'm stupid. Yes. There's a lot of things I'm stupid on. I I don't doubt that. I agree. And I didn't mention it. I want to mention it. I own some shares of StockX, and I mentioned like a positive thing on it. So I want to uh, mention I own some shares. It's private, but I uh, own some shares and um, okay. So then um, one thing I want to get at research, research, research. So we, we had a small cap event, LD micro at a small cap event and you guys, there's alpha to – oh, my God, Patrick. Why do you call me during the show? Okay, there, there's there, there's alpha to be made by doing – stop, Patrick. Sorry, guys. I don't know why you'd call me during the show. Like, that's just, that's just I crazy. Here.
0: That's so,
4: so, so all I want, want to say is, like, you guys, need, go out there and do the research. Look at Google Trends data. Look at Twitter. Look at um, – messages look at like um the thing i would look at i looked at linkedin i when i when i looked at one of these stocks i recently invested in i went to linkedin spencer and i want why would i go to linkedin oh maybe you don't have that premium account see that's not really uh um maybe that's not i don't know i don't know if you have it but and linkedin you could see if a, i think anyone can see it you could see if a company's growing or not growing by people hiring so some of these companies that are smaller they don't know much about I go to LinkedIn to see are they hiring or not? Is it just a uh, you know what I mean? But is it just one of those things um, you know where they're not hiring or whatever? That's a way I look to see if they're growing. That's one thing. I sometimes go to the glass door stuff. But remember, glass door there's a lot of bullshit. Be- oh, sorry, de- Joel. Oh, God. All right, I'll put a dollar in the cookie jar. I'm sorry, but
2: the glass door is a lot. Oh, of- you got de- you you indoctrinated Dennis now.
4: That's what he told me. He told yeah. me. He yep. told me, and yep. I didn't. I didn't mean to.
2: We're but popping I'm, again here, man. These buying balances are just good juice in the market. Uh, unless we get some good news, do we get another stimulus package again here? Because we just got another leg up. I so love Harry
4: Turkish. Harry Turkish, you're saying nice things about me. I love it. I mean, I know Harry, I,
2: what kind of uh, horses did your father in law train? go go ahead, Raz.
4: No, I just, um, Rodrigo. I, 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 by the way, no, that was a good question, Joel. You, I, you can answer that, Rodrigo. Rodrigo I don't know if I got your resume, but just send me an email with a few bullet points. Resume, shmezume. I mean, it's fine, but just a few bullet points and put that in. Um, so I don't even know what the heck I was talking about. Oh, yeah. So research, 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 um, research, research. That, that is the key thing. What I'm saying, a lot of this stuff is available on the web. So when I invested in Upwork, I literally um, was, um, you know, I literally looked at how they're pricing. I went to Google, uh, I went to similar web. Similar to to see if the traffic of upwork is up. And that's like, that's all public info. Um, and do you, I don't know if you guys know who Howard Lindzen is and Cham, Chamath Perdapia or whatever his name is. Wow. Stockwitz, yeah. They did a podcast together. And what Howard Lindzen was talking about is like, there's no private info anymore. Everything's public info. There's no insider trade. Everything's public. That's what Chamath and, and Howard was They're saying. And then the reason they were saying it was because all this stuff that was hidden behind doors in Wall Street, closed doors, wasn't available on the web. And now most of it is, most of it is. Now the stuff that's not available like that, I don't think you can find. I mean, I don't know, is like m deals. Like it's hard to predict, you know, Dunkin' Donuts being sold. Like I'm shocked that that happened so quickly. I thought when I invested in Dunkin' Donuts, I thought I'd own it for five years. I thought it would be a five-year trade. But other than that, there's so much data that's out there and content. When the small cap conference LD Micro is going on or, or Benzing a small cap, go on YouTube. And look at the companies. Look what you CEOs impress you. And like look, this research, research, research. And you have to spend it on the weekend. It's not always going to the chat room or the, or or on you know Twitter to just talk to people about the stocks. Go watch your own stuff, and then make your make make your guesses and make your your predictions and high probability ones. Go Upwork's amazing. I need to transition. Um, yeah. See, I mean that's amazing. That's what I told Spencer Israel that he was complaining that he needs someone to help edit some stuff. I said go on Upwork. He refuses to go on Upwork or Fiverr. And I gave Spencer Israel $1,000 to spend on it. Dave, isn't that a lot of money? And he didn't want to do it. So um, that's it.
1: <laughs> not true. I just want to say that.
4: Maybe not totally true, but maybe a little true.
1: <laughs> not, not even a little bit true.
4: <laughs> oh, well, it, well, my statement, if it wasn't true, well, then that's the truth. Okay. Hey, Brad Moore, an email address for TD Ameritrade Canada. I, I,
1: I just locked him the link. I just stuck him the link. You can, if you log in, you can send David a secure message. Oh, yeah.
4: Spencer Israel got got you. So that's my advice on looking for information. It's it's out there, guys. It's just harder to find. Oh my God, Dad! I'm on my live pre-market prep thing. Why are people calling me during this? I don't get it. Right, I, I,
1: that, I know we should wrap it up here. getting it, uh, close to the open, uh, we got a lot of stuff happening today. So, uh, Jason, uh, we appreciate your time as always. This is this is a fun way to wrap up the week, and uh, that's that's it. Thanks a lot, Raz. Well, we'll, we'll talk to <laughs> you there.
4: No, thank you. Have a merry Christmas. Um uh, I mean, you're not. At, you're taking next week off? No, no. I don't believe in taking off. I, I think people on vacation. It's so weird. If I told I didn't you, get an out of office request. Joel, Joel Two things <laughs> before you hang up with me, Spencer. Because last week you hung up with me. I got like 50 messages that. But I gotta say one. Chain, yes, um, popcorn. I pronounced his name wrong. I apologize. I get it. And I, and I get you're annoyed because I hate when people spell Warren Buffett's name wrong. If you don't put that extra T on, I get really mad. Ooh, but Joel he gets really mad. Joel, I really mad. If you don't put the extra T on Buffett, you'll fire me up. So if you guys want to piss me off, just do it and I'll go crazy. But I got to say one thing, man, Joel, if I said you couldn't go on the Peloton for three weeks, you'd get really mad, right? Yes. So, yes, Jason. You, so what if you tell me I can't do Benzing at all for the next two weeks? That's bullshit. See, when you're working maybe on the floor of TJ Maxx, you don't like, working there or whatever. I get it. Vacation's cool. But vacation at Benzinga is not vacation because like I'll miss this shit, like this stuff, you know? So yes, I am going to Florida um, next week or Saturday with my my kids, my wild Indian. Like they're crazy, these kids right now. I don't know what I'm going to do. I don't know what we're doing wrong parenting, but they're the two <laughs> of the older ones are like, oh my God, at night we need like a army to wrestle them down. Okay, that's one thing. But I want to come on the show on Friday morning. Maybe not. Okay. Cool. I, love it. I love it i love it i love it joel i love it and i'm not and the peloton thing reminds me of that you love your peloton if someone said you could you know so oh my god someone to spelled buffett wrong i cannot believe it b n z n b i gotta go now i'm crying all right love you guys thank you you're the best merry christmas to you all and
2: free golf lessons peace all right all right thanks raz we'll talk to you next week from florida
1: well there was the market to close next friday so i don't know what
2: oh that's right Oh, there. we'll just put them on.
1: Markets are closed for the next two Fridays. Just
2: you know what? We'll just put them on. Yeah, yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah, maybe we we'll want to come on on Thursday. Uh, okay, just wrapping it up here. Seven minutes before the open, we just continue to press higher and big buying balances. You know, keep an eye on that opening taking the stocks. So the ones with the big buying balances. Uh, if if you're a fader, there's just could, you know, be some big moves for me. I'm just looking at the pre-market highs, a potential long target and if it get takes that out and keeps going. I have a, a daily target way up at, uh, at uh, 3740. So those opening prints are going to be juice today.
1: All right. There is our disclaimer. Please remember all the information from our show is meant to be used as informational purposes, not for investing or trading or even accounting uh, advice. Thanks to our guest today, Jason Rasnick. Hit that like button. I know that there are more of you in there that have not hit that like button yet. I only see three hundred twenty-seven likes, so let's get it up to five hundred by the time I'm done talking. You can of course catch a replay of this show on every major podcast platform or here on YouTube. Uh, Joel and I will be back at three forty. I will be uh, co-hosting SPACs Attack at eleven again today uh, with Chris Kachi. Mitch is still out. Uh, is it and- his
2: birthday? Is it Mitch's birthday?
1: It was birthday yesterday. So
2: oh man, I wish you had told me that.
1: Um. That's what I got. Everyone have a good rest of your day. Good luck in your trading. And we'll talk to you later on. Have a good one.